Hey friends, welcome back to the Preacher's Devo podcast. I am your host, Daniel Messina. The Preacher's Devo podcast, as implied by its title, is designed for those seeking some devotional thought on certain biblical truths and doctrines of the faith. Throughout Season 2 of the Preacher's Devo podcast, I will offer you an analysis of 40 of the top Christian hymns of all times. The composition of these hymns range from the 1700s to modern day time. Much of the information found on this podcast can be found at hymnary.org. Today's hymn is titled, Jesus Paid It All. This hymn was written by Elvina M. Hull in 1865, and it is still sung today in churches across the world. Here are the words to this wonderful song. Verse 1. I hear the Savior say, quote, Thy strength indeed is small, child of weakness. Watch and pray. Find in me thine all in all. The refrain. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Verse 2. Lord, now indeed I find thy power in thine alone can change the leper's spots and melt the heart of stone. Verse 3. For nothing good have I, whereby thy grace to claim, I'll wash my garments white in the blood of Calvary's Lamb. And the final verse. And when before the throne I stand in him complete, Quote, Jesus died my soul to save, end quote, my lips shall still repeat. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. Before we analyze the words of this hymn, let me give you a little bit of background on Elvina Mabel Hall. Elvina was born in Alexandria, Virginia in 1818. She was married to Richard Hall, and then in 1885 to the Reverend Thomas Myers. Her hymn, I Hear the Savior Say, Christ All in All, and I.D. Sankey's Sacred Songs and Solos in 1878, is somewhat popular in Great Britain and in America. This is the song that we now known, is known and we know as Jesus Paid It All. Hall wrote the hymn and worked together with John Grape to put it into a tune. Hall and Grape worked to finish the hymn, and then at her pastor's urging, she sent the hymn to Professor Theodore Perkins, the publisher of Sabbath Carols, and the hymn became famous after that. It has become a favorite for many American Christians ever since. Now let's examine this hymn together. The hymn be begins with the words, I hear the Savior say, Thy strength indeed is small, child of weakness, watch and pray, find in me thine all and all. Of course, this rings a bell. Mark 14 and in all the other Gospels, Jesus is at the Garden of Gethsemane. And at the Garden of Gethsemane, He tells His disciples to watch and to pray. Verse 38, He says, Mark of Mark 14, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. It is soon after this event that we know that Jesus would go to the cross. He would pay it all on the cross for our salvation. If there is one thing that we know is that we are weak creatures. We need the strength of God. And the good news is that Jesus provides that strength to us. 
After verse 1, we have the refrain, which is repeated throughout the song. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. What is highlighted here in this chorus is human depravity. We are depraved being creatures who are sinful. We need to be cleansed from our sin. And the only way we can be cleansed from our sins is through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross for us, the perfect sinless Lamb of God. He was the one to come to be a ransom for us. Here is what Mark 10, 45 says, For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give His life a ransom for many. Sin indeed left a crimson stain on us, but it is through Jesus that we are made new. And the analogy used here, of course, is borrowed from Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18, which says, Come now, let us argue it out, says the Lord, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white like snow, though they are as red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Of course, the word crimson is not a common word, but it really is just a word that's used for a rich, deep red color, inclining almost to a purple color, again symbolizing blood. And the irony of this, of course, is that Jesus' blood, which is red, will make us white. It will cleanse us because the idea of redness pertains to blood, which means Christ's life. And the idea of whiteness pertains to cleanness, which is what Jesus provides for us and what he does on our behalf at the cross by spilling his own blood. Well, Jesus paid it all. What does this entail? It entails the idea of a debt. That we were bought, as Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20, with a price. The price of Christ's sacrifice on the cross. Indeed, thanks be to Christ for His sacrifice on the cross. Ephesians 1, 7 says, In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of His grace. Jesus' sacrifice is of utmost importance to us. The word sacrifice, of course, gives us a reminder of the sacrifices of the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, high priests had to offer sacrifices day after day on the behalf of God's people. But Jesus, according to Hebrews chapter 7, verse 27, offered himself once for all. In Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14, Here's what the author says. How much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, to purify our conscience from dead works, to worship the living God. Again, the idea of purification. Further, in the same chapter, in chapter 9, verse 22, he says, Indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. Jesus had to shed his blood on the cross so that we would be forgiven. Verse 2 of the hymn says, Lord, now indeed I find thy power in thine alone. Well, of course, here Hall ascribing uh, her strength found, being found in Jesus. First, she starts with weakness in verse 1. Now, she turns to the strength that Christ provides. It is the power of Christ that can change the leper's spots and melt 
the heart of stone. Two important things here. First, the leper spots is a reference to our physical bodies that are broken. And number two, now she's talking about our heart and not in the literal sense like the leper spots, but our heart of stone, meaning a heart that is turned away from God, spiritually speaking. This analogy, of course, is also borrowed from the Old Testament. In Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 19, the prophet says, I will give them one heart and put a new spirit within them. I will remove their heart of stone from their flesh and give them a heart of flesh. In other words, I will remove hearts that are turned away from me, says God, and then turn them towards me to worship me. And this worship, of course, is culminated in the life of Jesus Christ. Hall then turns to verse 3 and to again acknowledge that she has nothing good to offer. She says in verse 3, For nothing good have I, whereby thy grace to claim. So I have nothing good except your grace that is given to me and has been given to me because, again, of what you did on on my behalf, which was the ransom that you paid for me, the atonement that you provided for me at the cross. And again, using the analogy of purification, she says, I'll wash my garments white and the blood of Calvary's lamb. Again, that oxymoron. How can something become white from something that is red? Again, it is just a picture, a spiritual picture of the blood of Jesus that washed away our sin. It purified us. In the Old Testament, the purification of God's people often happened through a blood sacrifice. Which brings us again to the very first words of the refrain, Jesus paid it all. Not partly, not just a quarter, not three quarters, not just a little bit of it, but he paid it all. He paid it all on Calvary. And what is Calvary? Of course, Calvary is a place where he was crucified. Now the hymn ends with these beautiful words. And when before the throne I stand in him complete, Jesus died my soul to save, my lips shall still repeat. What a beautiful picture. One day you and I will stand before the throne of God, that throne of judgment, the throne where peoples from every tribe, tongue, and nations and peoples will be gathered before the Lamb of God. The question is, will you stand before God complete or will you stand before God guilty? If Jesus' blood has not washed you clean, If you have not accepted the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, you will not be able to say, Jesus died my soul to save, because your soul will not be saved unto eternity, but it will be damned to hell. However, again, if you are a believer in Christ Jesus and you have accepted his sacrifice, your lips will be able to repeat the song, Jesus died my soul to save. Praise God. May we never forget, friends, the importance of Christ's sacrifice on the cross. 1 Peter 2.24 says, He himself bore our sins on his body on the cross so that, free from sins, we might live for righteousness, because by his wounds you have been healed. The message of the song is clear. Jesus is the one who cleanses us. 1 John 1.7 says, And we have fellowship with one another, those of us who believe in Jesus, and it is through the blood of Jesus, God's Son, that we are cleansed from all sin. 
If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, do not forget what Christ has done on your behalf. And look forward to that one day where you stand before the throne singing God's praises. And if you are not a believer, will you please consider the fact that Jesus Christ went to the cross to die for you so that your sin would be paid for, so that you could be atoned for. In other words, that your debt that you have between you and God because of your wickedness, because all of us are born in sin, that has been paid. And if you accept that, one day you will stand before the throne of God and you will be able to experience eternal bliss in the presence of God. That is my hope for you. Well, friends, that's it for this episode of the Preacher's Devo podcast. Now, before I let you go, let me offer you a Greek and Hebrew word of the day. The word today is the word ransom or redeem. It is found in the Old Testament, for instance, in Psalm 130, verse 8. It is the word pada, pada. In Psalm 130, verse 8, it says, And he shall redeem, pada, Israel from all his iniquities. And the word ransom, as was read earlier, found in Mark chapter 10, verse 45, which says that Jesus came to give his life as a ransom for many, is the word lutron. Lutron. Again, that is the word for ransom. Again, friends, that's it for the Preacher's Devo podcast. And until our next podcast, stay encouraged, encourage others, and keep growing in Christ. Don't forget to subscribe and to like and share this podcast episode with your friends and family. If you have the time, please listen to this version of Jesus Paid It All. Be blessed. Thy strength indeed is small Child of weakness, watch and pray Finding me thine all in all Cause Jesus paid it all All to him I owe Sin had left a crimson
in him complete jesus died my soul to save and my lips shall still repeat